The Man About Town podcast is brought to you by Trusted Sons, America's handyman company. 209-269-2727. Aaron here for Trusted Sons. Listen, Manteca, before we start the podcast today, I want you to look around the house. All the little things that maybe you've started as a project or that needs to be a project. Sometimes those projects can go from little to big and then you're into something only a contractor can fix. Let me give you a different scenario where the contractor shows up, gives you a great quote, and you know now you're covered with confidence. And then find out the contractor hires former veterans now back from the military, having skills that might not guarantee re-entry to the job force here at home because it was something that they learned in the military for a military job. The Trusted Sons Handyman Company hires former veterans. Hard work done. No job too small. It's run by Manteca High graduates James Keener, Kelly Iorio. Herm Gomez, they promise the working guys and gals of the Trusted Sons Handyman Company will do your job honestly and correct. And listen, James had this business model in Hawaii. He's already done this with a success. Over there, it's called Handy Andy. Google it. Wildly successful. And now here in town, Manteca has their own electrical, plumbing, construction, handyman business. Fair and honest. I use the word honest as a promise. With social media, the handyman business has become fly-by-night charlatans, right? Taking advantage of people, incomplete jobs, jobs done incorrectly, no accreditation, no guilt, no conscience. They stick you with a job not complete or done the wrong way, and then you got to call somebody out to fix it. It had to stop. In this area now, it has, because I want you to call Trusted Sons, America's handyman company. Here's a phone number, 209-269-2727. 209-269-2727. They're on all socials. You can search Trusted Sons, trustedsons.com. Easiest way, call Kelly. Fast, easy. The job will be done right with enthusiasm. Herma's a general contractor. He leads the show. He installed my ceiling fan. Now, I have an older house built in the 30s, and in the roof, there was never any electricity here in the living room. Grandma had lamps. That means when I wanted to put in a light and a ceiling fan, that there was nowhere there to mount it. So... Herm came in, made a mount, put in the fan. To this day, you can install a ceiling fan, and then it sort of jiggles and doesn't run even. No, that's not what was done this time. A job as small as a ceiling fan. You've seen where you look up at the ceiling fan and it's wobbly. Oh, this thing runs great. Every job's different. The job was done with skill, guaranteed. What else can you ask for from a handyman company? No job too small, trusted sons on socials. And again, you can call them at 209 269 2727 209 269-2727. Trusted Son. They're your local sponsor of the Manteca Podcast. California Contractors License Number 824241B C10 C36 for Trusted Sons. This week on the Man About Town Podcast that I also call the Manteca Podcast, a gal that's made sure that this place ends up on a tourist map when traveling through the Golden State. How? Through the tourism arm of town. We call Visit Manteca. Before that, no tourism office. Just Manteca star of the show at that time, Oakwood Lake. And in those days, she started working at the Manteca Parks and Rec Department, then opened Linda's Dance Studio, owned the travel agency in town. And then they created Visit Manteca with Linda as their first and only employee until recently. She was there to promote this place we call home. Now, semi-retired, lives with another Manteca good guy, Rex Osborne. They have a ranch in Modesto along with parent and new grandparent Deweys. They operate graffiti dogs in Modesto and each of them have their hands in many pots. This week, today, I'm talking to my disco teacher. Yeah, when I was young, I took a disco class. Hubba hubba, the teacher. Let me tell you what, 
oh, she's on the show? Yes. That's a true story. We'll barely scratch the surface today of a current member of the Manteca Hall of Fame and the reason people haven't forgotten about Manteca once Oakwood left. All of the new businesses drawn here, Big League Dreams, most recently Great Wolf, all the hotels, you name it, Linda has had a hand in it. And we'll talk about it a little bit. She's on today's show. We're going to learn about Linda Abelt on the Man About Town podcast again that I call the Manteca podcast. Let's go. Closer on the outskirts, just east of the town, a young twirler was spinning and dancing on her way to Manteca Adventure. She's been a gift here in town, yep, you know she is down. Her talents just like her mom and her daddy. She booked travel and then took care of Manteca, and she let visit Manteca. She's a Manteca girl, yeah, Manteca girl Still doing the dance and the twirl She's a Manteca girl, yeah, Manteca girl Linda Abelt's on this podcast Come on! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's as good as it gets. Is that what you meant when you wanted me to do a Jimmy Buffett song? That was that was amazing. Tell everybody who you are. I am Linda Abelt. Linda Abelt? And why am I in your house, Linda? Well, I was born and raised in Manteca, worked, at, had a travel agency, then worked at the Visitors Bureau, Visit Manteca, for 15 years. And now I'm retired and unfortunately don't live in Manteca anymore. I've, I've moved Far, far away, 15 miles. But here we are with, I see little donkeys in the backyard looking at me. We've got a farm here going. We, this is a ranch and we actually, we actually, (laughs) we do no farming, but it is, we call it almost a ranch because it's very little. (laughs) So it's not really a full fledged ranch. So almost a ranch. We're out here almost near where uh, uh, Central Catholic High School is in the vicinity of that. Closer to that than the dump, thank goodness. I think the dump's pretty close. It is. It it is. Yeah. Not too far away. I looked on the map and I thought, wow, Rex moved her from Manteca out to the dump. Pretty darn close. Pretty close. Linda, uh, we finally got some female input on this show. Well, this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. There weren't weren't too many um, um, gals of influence back in the day growing up that are still around. We had some teachers, um, Mrs. Goff. And when you look back, it wasn't a time that women were excelling in a lot of stuff or hadn't proved themselves to be longtime business owners like you in a travel agency. But uh, how interesting that uh, I finally can break up the sausage party that's been going on <laughs> on this podcast. Well, you're they've much all been, on the ice. well been, they've been all well deserved. So they've <laughs> well, been great. You're right there with them. And that's why I'm here. And uh, where'd you grow up in town? Uh, we, I grew up actually out on highway 120. My parents owned Joe's food center, the grocery store there. And we grew up right next door. That's where the so, fisherman's warehouse. That's is right. right now. That's yeah. right. They've been there for 40 years. Mm-hmm. So um, we love them. They're great renters for us, but um, that's still home. So we are real, real happy, um, you know, to have that history in Manteca. 
Um, what was Manteca like back in the day? Some people talk about uh, the 70s. You're probably going to go back into the uh, 60s a little bit. What was it like in 60s, Manteca? Well, 60s was very quiet, about 20,000 people, and one stoplight. I mean, they talk about a one stoplight town. We were. Um, and I thought going to town was a whole day trip. I mean, we just didn't do it. Um, it was rare. I, I went to Cala School, which was right across the street from our house. Cala so was not a continuation school it was, at that time. It was not a continuation. It was uh, a K-8. So we had the same teacher for kindergarten, first and second Who grade. Who was that teacher? Mrs. O'Brien. Okay. She was a doll. We loved her. Um, and so, yeah, and we did, I went to Cala until eight, seventh grade and then Manteca Unified and then they bust us into town. So then we went to Lincoln. So it was fun. What high school? Manteca. I got to let everybody know they got three schools ah. for the people that aren't from back then. Well, when? Well, you think everybody knows you? <laughs> what do you think? Of course they do. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm just messing with When you. I was growing up, there was a high school. It I was, realized that. It, I that. it was Manteca High or... Or no school. Uh, it's still Manteca High yes. or no school. Listen, Sorry. my uh, my kids too went to Manteca High, so absolutely, it's a family tradition. Class of seventy two. <laughs> seventy for me. Seventy. Seventy. Class of seventy. Class of seventy. You know what it was like being a young guy and growing up in the days of Saturday Night Fever <gasps> oh. and. Me having too much time around the house and much must have been playing too much Saturday Night Fever soundtrack in my bedroom. Mom went to the park and rec department and signed me up for a disco class. Now, you might not be aware of that they had disco <laughs> classes back. Oh, no, wait. Wait a second. You do remember the disco class. You were my teacher. Yes, I was your teacher. A disco <laughs> class teacher. Hub, yes. Hub, and look at you. Still a number. Oh, look my gosh. You. Well, those were the days, I'll tell you. Yeah, I was like seven or something. How did you end up working at the Park and Rec doing disco classes? You know, I started working at Park and Rec when I was 15, the first job? And first job. You and Joan Tilton. Uh, yeah, both of us. Yes, Linda Voorhees and I started, and we were doing a twirling class. And so as time progressed, they asked us to do any class that they had, including disco. So I What had you done prior to that? Um, I taught twirling for them. We did a mommy and me class. So, you know, there were so few employees for the Parks and Rec in town that they just asked us to keep doing and teaching different things. So we did. And you were one of my students. I'm sure a, you were the best student. I was, that was, what was I doing in there? What was my, what was Evelyn thinking about? She was drunk when she did that. She's <laughs> drunk most of the time, so I could see. No. Yes, but I'd go down there and, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at the. I feel a certain way about the disco. Whoa. Look at all those cute girls that were in that class. I think it was you just, were just you. Probably Lynn, the I think star. it was just you. I don't think so. I don't remember anybody in the class. You don't see me walking around town going, oh, hey, you were my. I don't remember a single. I remember you. <laughs> It's a funny well, story. It's a funny story. It's a funny story. It's how times have changed. Yeah. Who was your favorite teacher in high school? Uh, probably Mr. Darling. Mm -hmm. I loved him. He was just he was just a star for me. And he took me under his wing and really made an impression on my life. 
Um, not he, only he, his whole family. Why? So, Why so? Um, I think that I was very close to Susie, his daughter, um, and because of the majorette and the baton. And so she and I were close. She gave me lessons for many moons. And um, Mr. Darling always kind of helped me along. I was kind of the, the youngest baton twirler in his group. And so he kind of just babysat me along and always treated me with a lot of respect. You know, my wife, Denine is a Crockett. And the Crockett's run hand in hand with the with Darlings. With the Darlings, yes. yes. Brenda's married to the Crockett's, yep. That's Denine's uncle. Oh, I'll be darned. Yeah. So. Wow, they were special. Small special, world. Small world. Still a small town, you know. Still is a small town. It, it is. Things have changed there, but that's a, not a function of people that live in Manteca, I don't believe. No, I think that's, that's a function right. of what the county and... Things, sure. think the way they deal with some of the issues we're having now, I don't think is locally. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a small town, but I think it's getting to have a more big city feel to it, you know, as it grows. And we get more people from the Bay Area. We've got different influences. So sure, what were your hobbies? Good. Were you a twirler? Was that number one baton? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. That was definitely baton dance, whatever my mom, because being an only child, as you know, mm, um, you Portuguese. know, they, they try to do keep you busy. Um, and especially out in the country, uh, you know, there was just not a lot of us out there at the time. Um, so she, they tried to keep me busy with dance classes and baton Who's out classes. There? Who are your friends out there? Um, best friend always, uh, Till she passed away a couple of years ago was Kathy Ruggiero. Oh, okay. Kathy McAllister. Hi, and Kathy. yep, loved her. Wherever you just, are today, hon. Hello. That's right. You're best, here with us in spirit today. Best, best, best friend ever. And we remained friends always. She's godmother to my children and I am to hers. So it's it was a special, special friendship. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Hi, Absolutely. I'm Gail Perry, and my relationship with Linda Abel is a lifetime friend. How I met Linda was our parents were close friends, and throughout our childhoods, we spent a lot of time together. What I know to be true about Linda is she is one of the hardest working women I know. She is kind and has a very generous heart. Perry, is this the this is more Manteca royalty here? This is definitely Manteca royalty. Perry, yes, of the, it, of the George Perrys. It is, mm-hmm. yes, Gail Perry, um, best friend. Going growing up, her and her parents and my parents were best friends. So Gail and I actually really did grow up together. We spent every holiday together, and um, I always looked up to Gail. She was always just the 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 person that I wanted to aspire to be. You I, stand at five feet. Tall. Well, you, you look up to everybody. Uh, yes. Well, I definitely aspired to look up to Gail. She was and is just a marvel. She's just the, the best person ever. So um, we had a lot of crazy fun times together. Tell me one. I couldn't get anybody. I think here's what we're going to do because normally people will give you up, right? And they'll go, you know, oh, here's what we did. I didn't get a whole lot of that, but I don't get a lot of that. I don't expect that. I don't expect to because um, some <laughs> folks are guarded for you. They feel they've got to protect you. They don't understand what I'm doing here or uh, why I'm... Just want to embarrass us. I get it. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, I'm not really trying to embarrass. It's sort of funny to hear, you know, sure. uh, little little stories from back in the day. But um, I can tell you a Gail story. Go ahead. She didn't All give right. you... Uh, wait, wait, hold on a second here. Funny story about Linda and I, when we were very young, I came from a family of six 
and Linda was an only child. And Linda wanted a sibling, and I wanted her beautiful bride doll. So we traded for one night my little sister. However, <laughs> as we were walking out the door, our parents didn't agree. She got to keep her doll, and I brought my little sister back home with me that night. Was that the story you were that, doing? Well, that's not the story, but uh, <laughs> that is one of the stories, and that is so true. What, what happened she, now? She, get me straight here. She actually... She knew I wanted a sister or a brother, so she wanted my bride doll that I had. So we decided that we would trade, and I would get Anne, her younger sister, and she would get the bride doll. And so we had made this promise. I walk out the door with Anne in my hand, and her parents just said no. <laughs> would not give me Anne. So no sister. Nice plan. Yes. Horrible execution. Good, yes. In the end. That wasn't the story. Let's hear the story. Okay. Well, there is one other story, and this is with our moms. We went to Long Beach to the band review, and Gail and I roomed together um, with a couple of other girls. We were having so much fun. It was just the time of our life away. We thought we were just hot having fun. Well, we went and met some boys down in the room below us, and they climbed up the balcony and came into our room. Gail did not tell me this story. Gail, I know. <laughs> she was playing innocent. <laughs> I have stories. <laughs> this so, is how it works. This is the stories you're supposed to give. That's right. Go so, ahead, the boys. The boys in the room. Uh -oh. And who walks in but my mom. Oh. They hide behind the curtain. Oh. And like we couldn't get caught. Like my mom wasn't going to see four feet, you know, behind curtains. So needless to say, Gail and I were grounded. <laughs> we had to be watched every minute when we were in Long Beach. Oh, but, my goodness. As innocent as could be, oh. but... That's pretty fun. Linda, yeah. a different, another observation about Linda, and you were asking, is compassionate about what she does. And she is absolutely a beautiful person on the outside and on the inside. Why is she a treasure? Linda loved Manteca. She loved her community. Wait, wait, wait. She, she's not dead, Gil. Loved. She, does, <laughs> she still does love everything. You're still I, here, right? I absolutely Linda love Linda loved love Manteca. She loved her community. <laughs> she's still she, here. From owning her own business, which she worked with her alongside of her mother, at her own travel business here in Manteca. She also worked with the chamber and the city, always encouraging and promoting our beautiful city as a great destination to come visit. No wonder you're a traveler. I didn't realize you were a travel uh, agency person extraordinaire. Yes, travel agency you're the for disco queen to me. <laughs> I don't have money to travel. <laughs> Traveled about for I had a travel agency for about 15 years. Yeah. So, yeah, I loved it. Oh, near the BNR. I remember that place. Mantica Travel. And then you moved to where? We moved over to on Yosemite Avenue by... What's there now? I'm trying to think of what's there. Big Lots. Oh, okay. I think now. In that right. center. Mantica's changing. But yeah, 15 years and still that is... Uh, the hobby that we love. Would you like to say something to her, Gail? Linda knows I love her very much, and I'm very happy that she is being recognized. Very nice. Very nice. I love Gail, too. Manteca yeah. Travel. What's it like yes. being in the travel business? You get to travel a lot, don't you? In those days, absolutely. We did. We got to travel a lot. It afforded, you know, I was a single mom for all of those years, so it afforded us to be able to take trips with the kids. It was a great, great thing, but Things changed as the internet grew in popularity. People could do their own. So, was that the travel agency killer? It was. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, ch it changed things completely. Travel agents are still around, still doing great things, but um, the business is not the same as it was. So we sold it and I went to work for Visit Manteca. 
We'll get to that. All My right. name is Chuck Crutchfield. How did I meet Linda Abel? I came to Manteca in the 80s to work at the uh, Boys and Girls Club of Manteca, uh, where I became CEO shortly after. Uh, Linda's dad, Joe Freitas, was on our board of directors, and uh, shortly after that, Linda became one of our board members also. And Linda also ran the local travel agency, Manteca Travel, where back then, before internet and, and you know the, the World Wide Web, we all booked our trips through a travel agent, so Linda did a lot of booking of trips for me and I found out very quickly from our conversation that she was a firecracker and she loved to travel so we got along great and have been long lasting friends ever since then I love him go ahead I met her but we were already well established I do know she was very active in uh, gymnastics and twirling and things like that so no I did not know Linda growing up but I could imagine she was just a firecracker then as she is now oh he's got the double firecracker reference (laughs) Chucky boy one of my best friends in the world. Well, Love Chuck. Good, good guy. He's he? a good guy. Honest guy. Yes, he is. <laughs> if you haven't heard his podcast, the main thing, anybody, the, the one word, you know, you're going to be firecracker, disco queen. <laughs> He's honest. He is. What do you know to be true about Linda? Well, I can tell you this. is You know, I, I go by a saying that... Um, say what you will do, do what you say. And she helped, was our partner in crime. We started the street fair together, which is now over 20 years old and has raised probably, I'm going I'm to guess, somewhere in that 800000 to a $1 million range for both the Convention and Visitors Bureau and now the Chamber of Commerce. So she is a very, she was very active. She loves Manteca. I mean, absolutely loves it and would do anything for Manteca and uh, her family. She's just a uh, absolute wonderful uh, family person and puts family first above all else. You guys were out committing crimes he said I your, tell you your crime partner we he was absolutely yeah. we have had a lot of really great years together um, we had a Friday morning coffee we had coffee every Friday morning for years and years and years Steve DeBrum Chuck and I and um, then unfortunately with COVID we kind of got out of that so it I missed everybody's it morning thing it did so we we keep saying we're going to get back to that Friday morning coffees where we solve the problems of the world. What's she like to do for fun, Chuck? Well, she loves to travel. She travels a lot. Um, of course, no, uh, you know, owning a travel agency, she was able to probably have some more insight than most of us. But she loves to travel, and to this day continues to travel. Uh, I just think she loves to to, to go and, and look at new things, find new things to do, and just loves to see uh, things you hear about, but a lot of times we never get to do or see. Worst place you've ever been? Oh, Mexico. Favorite place to go. Favorite place, Italy, by far. Where in Italy? Um, People are going to make the one one time trip and they're going to go on your reference where they go. Oh, I would go to Tuscany. Tuscany. Uh, absolutely. Your yeah. Jack Miller's podcast. He talks about being off of a off of a path somewhere in a place like that out in, and someone come up and knew who he was from Antica. Isn't that everywhere you go? We met someone in London one day that said they were from Manteca and recognized Rex. Yeah, Actually, put not me, cuffs. But They're yeah, criminals. Probably. That could be. <laughs> Very well. Could be. Uh, why is Linda a treasure to Manteca? Well, quite frankly, when we started the Convention and Visitors Bureau, she was uh, our choice to hire her. I was on the board and the uh, uh, committee, uh, the search committee for a CEO, and she did a bang-up job. She helped start the street fair. She was very active at the Boys and Girls Club and many other different groups. And one thing about Linda, if she said it, you didn't have to worry about it 
they got done. Uh, Linda will always be remembered as a, a person to roll up her sleeves and go to work. I, th- I think Linda uh, overall is just one of those great people. We I enjoy, uh, uh, for a long time we were going every other Friday, uh, her, myself, and Steve DeBrum having coffee. And of course, and she moved to Modesto and Steve and I retired. And, uh, you know, uh, as we got older, uh, one, one thing led to another and, and you know, a uh, hospital stay and, and a, an illness. And so we kind of got away from that. We did, we did, we just still get together. We just don't get together as much as we, we could. Well, Linda, Linda deserves to be the woman about town. So I'm glad <laughs> you're doing this story on her. It was actually Visit Manteca. The purpose was actually to bring tourism to Manteca. So that was something that they didn't have. And we wanted to raise the TOT tax, which is the occupancy tax that people pay when they come to hotels and things. So it was important to be able to push that and push the tourism in Manteca, which people don't think Manteca is a tourist attraction, but that we did have a lot of little things that they could do, including events. What, what did you promote? I mean, now, oh, Big League of Dreams probably was a big one at that time. Yeah, sure. You're big League Dreams. putting that together, probably. We did. We had a great time. We went to Big League Dreams in Los Angeles and got to see it and before it came to Manteca. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a great time to start the Visitors Bureau. And we started it at a time when Manteca was small enough that we could really grow it as time went on. So there wasn't a whole lot of, of hotels or tourism in Manteca at that time. So, but as time went on, we did have a lot more to publish and to push as things like Big League Dreams and all of the events and things that happened in the area. And now Great Wolf, uh, you know, Charlie, oh. Charlie had mentioned about Great Wolf. And I remember, I think they were there the week that it, I was at his place interviewing him, I think, right when they were, they had been over to the facility to do something with the, as the chamber to welcome the town mm-hmm. or whatever, maybe a ribbon, a ribbon cutting, cutting or, or something, sure. Something or there, media day or some kind of something. He was telling yeah. me about, you know, people don't think about Manteca as somewhere to be a middle point. If you're going to Yosemite, well, there's how many nice places are there to stay near Yosemite? That's right. Sure. And then he's like, well, this place is a water slide and it's a this and a th-. And I just didn't think much of it. And we went out and I was there. We got there and it was, pre- and it was incredible. It, it is incredible. People go, I can't believe that it's going to cost this much to stay. It's not for you. If you're the person that thinks it's too much for you to stay and you can't be mad if you're in the city and you want to go, you can't just go to Vegas and use a pool. Sure. You have to pay. Sure. That's right. For, no, for a I, hotel. It's amazing and the rooms are really they're a little bit expensive but they're expensive for a reason because you can put six and eight people in a room right. so they're huge um yeah it's a going to be a great asset i think for me i think already i mean I think when you drive by and see it's sold Beautiful. it's already sold out they yes. said it's hard to get in and you walk Dude. in the, yeah you can walk in there you can go in there and play around on the on the floors there's not everything is you have to be a a room person, but sure. Was that coming around when you were still in there? Were they talking about that? Is that post you? We were actually looking at Great Wolf. Um, oh gosh, probably twenty years ago, and that's when we first started talking about Great Wolf. Met with them. It, things just didn't gel at that point in time. They talked to two or three. The city talked to two or three other companies that um, did the water slides in the hotels, and um, then Great Wolf came back into the picture and went from there. But yeah, in the worst of times, they came and did it. They did. They did. So it strange. was it was just kind of unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it was. It's going to be great for Manteca. 
you might be able to tell me. I ask everybody, but you might be the linchpin that knows. Yeah, I don't know. Why don't, well, I'm going to get Mike Brown on, and, and I already know why he got out of the business, but why isn't there, like in Fresno, a staircase with four water slide tubes coming off of it somewhere here in town on the bypass that somebody could easily open as the Manteca water, water slides. slides. I think it's just the liability is just unbelievable right now. And but that place, place in Fresno stays open. The one does. in Sacramento stays open. It does. It does. Why wouldn't somebody on the 120 bypass open a Manteca water slide right. staircase to four tubes? That's right. it. And that's it. Yeah. You know, it would be, it would be great. Just the history of it would be so much fun you to think. have it back in Manteca. Obviously, really it's not would. something that somebody yeah. wants to take on. Well, and you know, I think with Great Wolf, I think well, the now, plan yeah. is to have some outdoor water slides eventually so hopefully that'll she happen thi- she thinks <laughs> i hope <laughs> she knows no. in the well, second I- stage that something though we don't we even hope. have we, you we hope, hope. <laughs> well, I, you know what Let's, everybody keep hope because i'm talking to the gal that knows she's retired but she knows that yeah, yeah maybe some outdoor water might be coming <laughs> we hope. near the dreams well that's a great thing to actually hear so every journey starts with a single step the trusted sons started here The Trusted Sons, America's handyman company. They're a veteran's employment platform for people transitioning from the military life to civilian life. Trusted Sons provide complete home care solutions and handyman services. No job too small. They can do it all. The Trusted Sons are America's handyman company. One call does it all. 209-269-2727. Put your trust back in the handyman business by calling 209-269-2727 for the Trusted Sons, America's handyman company. (laughs) What are you looking at? This guy looks like a lurch standing over there. My name is Steve DeBrum, former mayor for the city of Manteca. You look. I was employed by Dairy Farmers of America as an area manager where I retired in 2018. He's just a really, really special friend. How'd you meet? I met Linda Abel through a mutual friend, Chuck Crutchfield, during the late 80s at one of the Boys and Girls Club's telethon. Linda was quite involved in preparations for the telethon and moving the process along. That's where our friendship was kindled and began, and it's been very exciting since that time. Me and her and Chuck having exciting coffee. It sounds like a, we do. Sounds like we a romance do. novel all of a sudden. My turn, boys. Turn it up, Mr. <laughs> what do you know? to be true about Linda. Well, Linda is honest. She will do anything for anyone at any time. And she is dedicated to anything that she aspires to do. She's been committed to the betterment of Manteca, Manteca businesses, the Boys and Girls Club, Chamber of Commerce, the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Linda is just a true, true volunteer. What did you do with the Boys and Girls Club? I was on the board um, for, oh, 20 years or more. Um, and that all came about because of my dad. My dad was on the board and he always worked. He was one of the original people that worked to bring the club to Manteca. And Chuck was very special to my dad. They were very close. And um, he was on the board, brought me onto the board. And so I was there for, like I say, 20 years and went to be president of the board. And the club today is still 
my in my heart. I still do a lot with the club and will always support it. Well, anytime you need me, you know, that's how I sort of get a hold of Rex. You know, I'd go down and get mixed into the to the uh, telethon yes. down there. But anytime you need me, that's my spot. I, yep. I, 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 a lot of time uh, while mom was at the South Seas in the senior campus <laughs> having beers with Ruben Macias or over at the Jade Garden. Sure. Uh, the Boys and Girls Club was just a... Uh, hop, skip, and a jump away for a young guy like me. And you have a speed bag and a wood shop and a, all the things that were uh, saws. Kids could go in and there'd be table saws and <laughs> band right. saws. That's right. There was where, where, what was OSHA smoking back in those days? I don't understand how that even got by the dangerous stuff. Could exactly, you imagine? Exactly. Exactly. Now you trying know, to put a wood shop in there? Could you never imagine? Happen. Never happened now. What changed? No. How did it change? It's Isn't it a shame? Well, I it, just don't understand. It's really a shame. It's too bad. They... I could have cut my hand, my <laughs> arm. I could have taken a, a, somebody I didn't like and go, just here, kid, go into the wood show. You, you know what, though? That was... Uh, and I don't think there was any real accidents. For us latchkey kids, <laughs> yes. that place was a saving grace. It was And am- still is, amazing. I think. I think it it's more. Amazing. I think it's more now. You know, it needed more feeding no, kids and taking absolutely. care of. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a it's a different entity from the Boys and Girls Club when we were there. You know, it's definitely invo- evolving. I love it. Yeah, friendship can be measured in many ways, but you are the total package. I don't believe there's anything, help or assistance that either myself or anyone would ask, and you would be right there to help and support whatever the cause may be. The laughter and the smile that you possess is always warm to the heart. The love you have for your family and your friends is absolutely astounding. Linda, we love you, and you are are a wonderful person. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Steve DeBrum. Steve DeBrum. Yay! Love him. The Elvis music. (laughs) Here, let me play that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Hold on, let me turn that down. All right, back to the interview. Sorry. <laughs> Had to go Elvis there for just one second. So, let's see. Um, where are we in your life right now? We are semi-retired. Um, we still have a restaurant that we work at almost every day. A restaurant? Yes. Oh, the hot dog place. The gr- yes, I Graffiti Dogs. That's right, Graffiti yes. Dogs. Graffiti Dogs, downtown Modesto. With Portuguese beans. Uh, yes, it, we, of course, of course. Why would you say of course? You know what? And nobody <laughs> knows that it'd be sacrilege. <laughs> it would not be. not have Portuguese beans, that, right? Absolutely. Your Manteca absolutely. one, especially. You got to put that on the Chili Dogs. Graffiti Dogs, <laughs> that's out what, on 10th? It is, on 10th Street, um, right across from the Brendan Theater. And yes, I think you've come down and done a few yeah. of our car shows. Yeah, we and did a car show, played some, some DJs. music. Yeah, yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. We try to keep it as busy as we can. What so that's great. What got you into the wiener business? You know, retirement. I think retirement was not for us. We retired and semi-retired. I still work for Pogan McEwen at the Lifestyle Center in Manteca. So what I, is that? Um, that's where Bass Pro is located and things. And I've been there for 11 years, um, worked part-time for them. Um, and yeah, it's been a great, a great job. Um, and then, but it wasn't enough. So, you know, you can only travel and so much. And that was only 20 hours a week. So we decided we would go into another business and we flipped houses for a while. That got hard in California. So we 
changed our direction and opened a restaurant. We're entrepreneurs. <laughs> well, why hot dogs? What, what was it going to be? If it wasn't a hot dog shop, what was it going to be? I, it, it was always going to be hot dogs. Why? I think because Mantica, or sorry, Modesto um, didn't have anybody that was doing that. So we thought that was a good niche to be in. And it's for us, it's proved to be great. And we are located on the Graffiti Hall of Fame. So graffiti dogs had to be. So it was real easy, and it's great because all of the events that happen in Modesto downtown happen at our center because we've got the pavilion there right next door. The rent has to be better than it was when they first put the place in, hopefully. It is better. It is better, yes. like that real estate has to be so... It's in the spot. You are in in a great spot. We're in a great spot, and, you know, we definitely have to pay for it, but, you know, we've made it through COVID and the real bad times. So, and we're still there. So mm. good days. That's right. Knock, knock on, on wood. Knock on wood. Or, That's right. Rest, or, restaurant business. You never know. <laughs> how'd you meet up with Rex? Oh my gosh. Chamber through the chamber. And, um, God, we've been together for hubba, hubba 25 years. <laughs> I'm Rex Osborne and I am Linda Abelt significant other have been for several decades. Linda and I have uh, a wonderful blended family and we have five wonderful grandchildren. We live uh, near Modesto on a little ranchette and we've nicknamed it Almost a Ranch. When I think about Linda and I, if I had to describe her, what I believe is true about her is that she is sincere, she is loyal, she is honest, she has uh, incredible integrity. And if she says she's gonna do something, uh, she will do everything within her power to do it. Ah, that was nice. What'd you expect him to do? He's got to live here. <laughs> well, that's true. He's got to come, come home. home. He's got to <laughs> exactly. come home, right? Right. Tell me a funny story, Rexy. I think when I think of something, a story or something interesting about Linda, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to tell you any stories. Oh. I'm tell you kind oh, of a, a family fact. <laughs> okay. Uh, Linda is a terrible grocery shopper. Now, why would I mention oh, that? That's true. Well, her parents, true. Joe and Elsie Freitas, owned one of the only grocery stores in the east side of Manteca. And growing up with your parents or grocers, you don't go shopping like traditional people do. If you need a can of corn, mom says, go get a can of corn. You just go in the store and get it. Uh-huh. Now, here as an adult, Linda's terrible at shopping. She knows what she wants. She goes, gets it, puts it in the cart and leaves. If I go to the grocery store with her, it's like a, a race. Terrible. There's no casual looking. She's focused. So... I guess she's a frugal shopper that way. Uh, we don't get a lot of extra things, but I blame her parents for that little trait. It is so true. So true. Still I'd love, cannot. I'd love to see you at Costco. Oh, I am a terrible shopper. Terrible shopper. I still, to this day, you know, when you have a grocery store right next door, you just bring the food home you want every night. You don't store anything. So our cupboards were always bare at home. Well, we didn't need to store food because it was right there every night. And I still, I don't know how to grocery shop. I don't make a list. I just go down the aisle and pick things off. And He made it sound like you do have a list and then you go straight out whatever you need and right back out. No casual shopping. Never, never a list. If I made the list, I'd forget it at home anyway. So it didn't matter. No, no list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rex, why is she a treasure of this town? You know, Manteca has a lot of treasures. A lot of them are treasures that you have to go all the way back to the foundation of Manteca. And that would be Linda and her family. The Freitas family and the Diamante family, the Portuguese and the Italians, they have been in Manteca 
just shortly after the uh, forming of the community. And because of those people, they helped create what people enjoy today. Linda's grandparents owned businesses in town. Her father, obviously, and mother owned the grocery business and then eventually a local bank. And then, of course, Linda owned some businesses. She owned a travel agency, a dance studio. She taught uh, baton. And then later in her professional career, she became really an advocate for the community, kind of an unofficial representative of the city when it came to recruiting people and businesses to Manteca. If you look around and you look to see what's going on, I can tell you that she has made an incredible difference. I'd say that's true. Well, that's really nice. And now he gets to come home tonight. <laughs> He's safe. I'll let him know. Thanks. I'll let him know by text. Everything's <laughs> yeah. cool. Wait, it's not over yet. <laughs> he could have really gave up the ghost. Oh, the yeah, that's true. I don't believe he did. That's when true. we talk about the contribution that Linda has made to Manteca, I think that people need to sit back and look at what she was able to motivate others to do. If you look at the murals in the community, beautiful, and they're part of the community. Linda and a couple of really close friends started that program, and today it's an institution. If you look at some of our recreation that we have, uh, Big League Dreams, as an example, Linda went and met with the owners and the creators of Big League Dreams, along with some folks from the city. Bass Pro, that shopping center, uh, the Convention Visitors Bureau that was the most successful in the state for a long time. Now, those were all Linda. And when we think about her doing that, it's because she had a passion for the community. She believed in the community. Does she uh, have any regrets? You'll have to ask her. But I think that she can walk away from the community and truly say that she made a difference. She won't take credit for it, though. Uh, all the way through her going to high school and elementary school, uh, college close by and coming back to Manteca, she's made a difference and a big contribution. Will the community remember? Probably not. That's not how communities function, but uh, the people who really were involved will always remember Linda Abelt. Word, as, uh. as the hip hoppers would say. <laughs> That's word. Yeah. Well, it's true. Are you in the Hall of Thank Fame? Thank you. Yes. When did you go in? Uh, uh, it's probably been 10 years. It's been a while ago. Yeah. What was it? Did you hear all those things you've done? Well, you know. I do know. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's why you let me in the house with all these cameras and microphones. That was very nice. You're that gal. There's not too many of you out there. Uh, well, it was very nice. And you know what? I learned everything from my dad. I have to give him 100% credit because I grew up with him always being a volunteer, always working hard for Manteca. And um, he was chamber president 10 years to the day. What we, was his name? Joe Freitas. Joe Freitas. And Joe Freitas was the chamber president. And 10 years later, I was chamber president. So to the day. So it was, that was really a, a great thing for the two of us to have in common. But he worked tirelessly for Manteca. And so I, I learned from the best. It's in your pedigree. It is. It is. I mentioned we have almost a ranch. When I think of Linda's <laughs> new life, what she's doing now, she and I are working on some commercial projects. We have our little almost ranch that has uh, donkeys, which for the life of me, what made her think to buy miniature donkeys, I'm not sure. Uh, but 
they are all part of our family and she has transitioned from working 80 hours a week to only working maybe 30 or 40 now and she still contributes to Manteca and other parts of our country she's very uh, well she's an asset and you had mentioned uh, treasure she is not only a family treasure she is a community treasure for sure other we, parts of the country yes we have a couple of commercial properties in lexington illinois um long story wait a second lexington illinois is a hot bit you know what honey let's just <laughs> let's you know, go to lexington after, we've done this hot dog thing now <laughs> Where do you think we should do it? Well, you know what? I like Lexington. You know, you can't refurbish houses or you can't do anything in California anymore. It's just way too hard, right. too expensive. We have a dear friend. Rex's very best friend is the mayor of Lexington, Illinois. Oh. He was the police chief, now the mayor. And he... Somebody we know from here? Um, no, oh, okay. never been here. Okay. I lived in Lexington his whole life. Okay. And he has had some commercial property. So we just bought a house. Um, on the old Route 66, right on the right on Route 66, and we refurbished it, and it's called the Shag House. Um, <laughs> I thought I was and, in <laughs> the Shag House. It's it's actually called the Lexington House, but we call it the Shag House because it is all decorated like the '60s with shag carpet and red rugs, and I mean it's just crazy. Tourist attraction? I hope so. I hope so. It hasn't. It doesn't open until um, the end of March. B and B. Oh, nothing going on yet. Nothing oh. going on yet. We've got our first reservations for April and May, but nothing um, going on. But the rent. <laughs> we hope. We hope there's lots of rent. We'll see. Very into this. Yes. The donkeys. You know, the, you get donkeys out there. We do. Is it expensive? Uh, no, you know, they're really not bad at all. Unless Rex complained. Well, we have had a, a couple of vet incidences. Yeah, we've had a neighbor that their donkey got over into our pen and, and hurt them. It was what bad. Is it a neighborhood of ass out here? It what do you is mean? kind of that. No, yeah. what, they, your neighbors have donkeys too? They did. They don't anymore, um, but they did for a while. Um, but yeah, we love them. They are big dogs. You know, they want to come. They love you. They're the no, most they're not in the house like no. the dogs were. They are not in the house, but affectionate. The dogs were in the house when I got here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, they're there's, loud. Nothing, there's nothing wrong. You've got two, you got three less than I've got, yeah. so I, that doesn't bother me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the donkeys were, were my idea. When we moved to almost a ranch, we decided that, oh, I decided that we were going to get donkeys for the kids because they were going to love it. It was so going to be so great, and they did. They loved it for like the first month. They'd come over, they'd feed him, they'd brush him, they would. You know, now it's oh, uh, now they could care less. Oh, they don't even go see him. Oh, 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 oh. E. So now they're definitely they're definitely Rex's babies. Here, wait. I want to write this down. I didn't see a big <laughs> sign out there. Hold on. I want to see how this looks in print. Let's see. Oh. Uh oh. You're like he can spell not very well. You'll notice. So you need a sign out there that says Almost Almosta. We do. Is it out there? There is there is a sign out front that says Almost a Ranch and oh. when it was established and we oh, have one in our kitchen outside. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh good. Oh, my God. Now you don't have to have lunch. Oh. <laughs> He's eating paper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to throw that at you. One, one step ahead. Watch yeah. Out. No. Watch out. I'm going to throw that at you. Oh. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Got Remember? it. Yeah. That's, that's radio. Uh, it's all trickery. I did not eat the paper. 
You like you look like you ate the yeah. Sunday edition. <laughs> Newspaper. Let's see, Grandma. He said blended family. What did he mean by that? Let's let's shout out everybody. All right. Well, we both had children. <coughs> Go ahead. Yes, both had children, and um, I have. He three. didn't have. No, no. Rex didn't have. He's he might be a. He might have children, but he didn't have children like you had children. Well, it's different. Different. Well, he's he, got children. He, yeah, he was given a child. Um, so yeah, he. You've is. had children. <laughs> I have. Absolutely. Yeah, I have three, and Rex has a son. So families now they're all grown, all adults. We have five grandchildren, so that range in age from five to twenty-four. So we have a vast age group of kids and. I think right now in our life we live for the grandkids. I was so trying to get a, uh, trying to get with you to talk to you, and we had you down for Christmas and stuff, and you ended up telling me that there was a, a thing in the family that went on in another state. Go ahead, tell yeah. me exactly what happened. Uh, Stupid error. It was terrible. Um, a domestic violence issue. He threw her my niece down the stairs, and she was killed. Um, in front of her four children, and so we had to go through. The whole family went through a trial, and it was it was pretty amazing. So it let me horrible. apologize for bothering you like a no. like a moronic uh, idiot <laughs> with a deadline for a podcast that nobody listens to. I apologize, and how horrible! No, no. It We're was in horrible. the middle of COVID. I mean, you've had yeah. a, you've had a bang up few months. You what yeah. did Rex knock the hip out? Was it a knee, <laughs> an ankle? What was it? A hip? Knee for me. Yeah, got a got a new knee. So now I'm ready to go. Away, Rex, old boy. <laughs> so you're not really retired. Not really. Not really. Um, Retired in as much as I have some free time and um, I could kind of come and go as I please. We've got great staff at the restaurant. So if I wasn't here today, what would you be doing? uh, I'd probably go to the restaurant and work for a few hours. Um, I already worked this morning over at um, the promenade. So I think I want to get a hot dog named after me at the graffiti. I That's why I think we need a Bubba Black up there. You I know what? Just put it happen. up there. Nobody ever orders it. Take it off and don't tell me that I was uh, not <laughs> a success. Your has-been. No, I think it would be Linguisa. Do you do Linguisa? We do Linguisa. It would be Linguisa. Mm-hmm. Linguisa. What? What's you look yours? like something spicy. I do. You know, yeah, yeah maybe jalapeno. something. I do the jalapeno. Yeah, maybe some jalapenos on yours. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have to uh, have our chef uh, play with that one. We'll have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. What's yours? Which one's yours? Uh, you know what? I, I'm so boring. I always have the same one every time he makes a special one that's not on the menu for me. You know, the owners must have their own <laughs> special hot dog. Yeah, Smithers. Well, I, you know what? I just like mine wrapped in lettuce leaves and with tons of pickles. And yeah, so he knows. The chef knows. He just makes my regular when I come in. Why waste time with the lettuce? Why not just <laughs> fork the thing? That's Let's, true. That's true. No bun? No bun. Sacrilege. Ah, uh, I know. I know. What's Rex's creation? Um, He's actually got a... One that we call the cop dog that has mac and cheese on it. He loves that one. And um, he, his favorite thing. It's healthy. Yep. Oh, yeah. That one's oh, healthy. Oh, healthy. Mac yeah. And cheese, We've got dog. one with chili and mac and cheese. Ooh. So, yeah, it's, it's delicious. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. They used to have a great hot dog place right there where they put Brendan up, actually. They, they took the hot dog place out. They did. To put up a Brendan, Brendan Theater. To put a Brendan Theater. It was a little hole in the wall. Yeah. Yes. And that was. Oh, someone's here, I think. Is Rex here? Ma, he might be. I don't know. He's coming home from Monterey from a conference, so he could be. I just saw a reflection here. I don't know where, so he must be. Oh, oh there he is right there. Playing with the dogs. Yeah. He's going to interrupt us. I love it. I don't know. Let's invite him in. Here, let's That's act right. like we were talking about yeah. something very enthralling <gasps> and he's interrupting. Oh, yes, I'll darn it. Like 
How can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> he can't come in that door. He doesn't have a key for that door. I don't know what he's oh, doing. You got doors that you don't have mm, keys for? I, probably. Yeah. It only. I don't think there's even a <laughs> can get him from the outside. I don't know what the heck he's doing. <sighs> Your oldest daughter, how about her? My oldest daughter, she oh, is... Wait, I've got her, I'm lying. Hello, no. I am Melissa Reeves, I and her. I am proud to be Linda Abelt's daughter. What I know to be true about my mom is that she is one of the most loving and compassionate and just all-around incredible women that I know, and I'm so proud to be able to call her my family. Well, she Aww. sort of talks to you, like she's got your voice a little bit. In, in one of the other responses, she sort of sounds like you. Yes. Because I was talking to her, oh, she said she sounds like mom. She does, she does. We look alike she's got red hair but other than that we do look alike and we've you know it's been great because she's not only my daughter she's my best friend and she and I have so much in common because we share not only the love of travel which we do and we do together a lot we also have the same jobs because she runs visit Vacaville is that crazy and so that's crazy we, we know the same people we've we know we've had so many things that we can share. Of course, I've been retired for a lot of years, and she's gone on. And of course, I've been retired for a lot of years. Yeah. But if I if you weren't here, <laughs> I'd be down at the promenade doing forty hours. Uh, We're not it's really twenty, retired. maybe it's twenty, really maybe. <laughs> That's not retired. I go to Joan Tilton, and she's talking. You know, she's a whore. retired. No, not rich. She's got something going in the Upper Pacific Northwest. She where she's does. A, she's yeah. working too, talking about how she's retired. Yes. Yeah, Jones. Jones like me, you know, kind of a workaholic. We just tired, tired yeah. of all the work I did doing, and gonna try something else for a few hours a week. That's it. You know what keeps you busy, keeps you young. I think it just keeps your mind going, and so gotta have something. Tell me a story. An embarrassing yeah. or funny story about right. my mom is that she is definitely not been known to be a master chef. She did try to kill us all by by feeding us raw shrimp a number of years ago. What? We have not let that go. Um, we tease her about it quite often. However, um, I will give her some props. She's gotten much better. What's the what's the oh problem with raw shrimp? Don't they God. eat that? Don't the Japanese eat raw? raw? Exactly, exactly. I kill you raw pork, maybe. But uh, you know what? It was shrimp. one of those days. I was making dinner. You can't grocery shop and I, can't and can't, I can't cook. Can't cook. And that is very true. I am. I love to cook, but I am a terrible cook. You keep a clean house. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you keep a clean house. I don't know how you cook, but houses Yeah, well, yeah. Cooking is definitely not high on the list, and, and it's because I can't grocery shop, so I can't bring the good stuff home a tendency or habit about my mom i think honestly she's just a hard worker she doesn't stop my mom's always on the go she is is very busy between the restaurant and the other project work that she does and we're just always really proud of of how hard she works and how much she gives to everything that she does why is she a treasure i would actually say that linda is not just a treasure for mantica she's just a treasure not only is her community so lucky to have had her give back in so many ways over the years and we're so proud of her public service and everything that she's done for her community just an incredible person and so again i think mantica her family we are all exceptionally lucky to have her oh make mom cry oh, <laughs> yeah well that's cool Very, she's she's a good girl she's a good girl if I, she wasn't would you tell me uh, well, probably not, but we are pretty exactly. lucky. Got good kids. We're blessed. Top down, that starts at the top. Yeah. You have good kids because you kept your mind in the game and raised your kids correctly. Some people don't. Some yeah. people don't have that luck. Well, lucky. Yep. I'm you a, know what? It's not I'm a lucky one. Yeah, not always easy, but boy, you know what? It's nice when they're grown and 
you have that different relationship with them. You know, you've got a, they're friends yeah, and, you know, love and the them to death. Come and come along and that's even more so. Oh, then you just, that's a you complete know. different. Yeah. Everybody raises their, those darn kids raise their stake in the game. Oh man. Those grandkids. <laughs> Nothing like grandkids. They're definitely what we live for. There's no doubt. I think I saw a picture of her on the Facebook. Is she friends with Ryan's wife? Maybe, maybe. He passed away from yes. COVID? Yes. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. I was just yeah. thumbing about, and I was like, I don't know if I know what she looked like. I went to the page, and I saw Ryan's wife there. Yeah, that yeah. really scared me. Yeah. That really scared it, me. It is scary. It, um, you know, we've lost a number of friends, and it's been... Rest have you been, had the COVID yet? I have not. Lucky. I, yes. Knock on wood. Well, I hope if you get no. it, it's the one that I got. I hope it's the easier. This latest one seems like it's... Uh, much better. Easier. Yeah, much easier. Come here, let me breathe. <laughs> let me breathe on you. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just, just what we need. <laughs> that'll slow you down a little bit. We'll stop you from working one way or the other. Um, what would you like to say to the people in the city of Manteca that are listening? Your fans and friends. Uh, well, you know what? The only thing I can say about Manteca is it is, it's home. It is where not only I grew up, but it's got that feel. Every time you walk into Manteca, I feel home. And I love it. I love everything about Manteca. Um, you know, with all of its issues and things that go on, it's not any different than any other city. And um, the people are friends. You know, um, growing up there, it was small community. Everybody knew everybody else. And still to this day, those friendships are lasting friendships. They're people that I will hopefully know till my end of time. So, yeah, it's home. I love it. I love it. I drive through and it, uh, it just doesn't feel like it, it used to, but I just remember I drive through and I think about Mendoza's. Or, exactly. Gosh darn it, I couldn't get George on the podcast. I see Janice Music still there and think about the parents, you know, that ran it. And, and, and uh, I couldn't get to the heads to come in about Scotty's painting and talk about some of those, just some of those businesses that ring true, great Manteca people. I think it all oh. centers for me around Catholic Church. A lot of those people were St. Anthony's people. Sure. Also. Sure. Absolutely. And I get transferred around from school to school and I get public school and St. Anthony's. I got the best of both worlds of people I got to you grow did. up with. Some people <laughs> that grow up with the private school kids, right? That you is get true. To get mixed together at high school. Yes, but that is true. Always, always fun, always home. And uh, thank you for being as quick, as quick as the podcast got started. It ends just about as fast. Well, it I'll does. be out of here a lot quicker than I set up. <laughs> I promise you. Not a problem. I promise you. Thanks for having me here. And um, you are uh, a gift to our city and continue doing so as long as you feel you can. Okay. Thank you so much. And Thanks always, for having me. Always right. good to know you. The Man About Town podcast is brought to you by Trusted Sons, America's handyman company, 209-269-2727.